Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the state of assisted living across the nation. The mere mention of the term senior housing and assisted living generates a reaction from most investors. The natural reaction is to say something like, oh, senior housing's a hot area. There's a lot of money to be made in assisted living. Well, that's the urban wisdom. But beneath the surface, the reality is more complex. In most primary markets, the entire assisted living industry has built well ahead of demand, and the expectation that demographics and the aging baby boomer population will eventually catch up and bring additional demand in the coming decade. But there's not too many industries where you can increase supply a full decade ahead of demand. It can be an effective strategy for grabbing market share, but it can also be a recipe for financial failure. The pandemic uncovered and brought to the forefront a number of problems in the world of senior housing. Those in skilled nursing and long-term care facilities captured a lot of headlines this year, not in a good way. We started to see a little bit of a recovery in the world of senior housing in the past quarter. The industry added 1.4% to average occupancy in the third quarter of 2021. The senior living industry hit an average occupancy of 80.1% in the third quarter, representing the first gain in occupancy for the 31 primary markets since the start of the pandemic. Pent-up demand is probably the biggest reason why. But occupancy rates are so low it's hard to achieve any kind of revenue or rent growth, and expenses are up because of rising labor costs. As is usually the case, occupancy differed among the different senior housing property types. Independent living facilities saw average occupancy at 83.2% from a low during the pandemic at 81.8%. Your assisted living is well behind that with occupancies in the mid-70s. Occupancy in skilled nursing also registered in the mid-70s at 76.3%. That's a slight increase over a pandemic low of 74.1%. Among the 31 primary markets, the highest occupancy was in San Jose, California at 85.9%, followed by San Francisco and Portland, Oregon, also in the mid-80s. On the flip side, the lowest occupancy rates can be found in Houston, Texas at 74.8%, followed by Cleveland and Atlanta, both of those around 75%. These are not great numbers. Across the industry, operators are suffering financial losses. I can also tell you from direct experience that a number of workers have exited the assisted living world. As people have left the industry, working conditions have deteriorated for those who remained. Many facilities are short-staffed, resulting in long working hours for the remaining staff. But there is a bright light in the world of senior housing. Not all senior housing products are created equal. See, there's a new class of assisted living called residential assisted living. In the early days of that particular property class, many of these were residential homes in regular suburban neighborhoods. They were primarily owner-operated homes with no more than 8 to 16 residents per home. These smaller homes offered more personalized care than a big box facility, but they were small, so they had to be family-run in order for the numbers to work. And like any family-run business, the quality varied widely. The other major problem with these residential care homes is that the economics didn't work very well. They were too small to achieve any economies of scale, and they were rarely profitable. Professional operators have since taken the benefits of the residential care model, which include better caregiver ratios, and marry them with the economies of scale of the larger facilities. It can be done through one of two methods. Number one, by acquiring a portfolio of residential care homes in a small geographic radius. Or number two, creating a purpose-built campus of residential care homes. There's little doubt that residents prefer the intimacy and boutique elements of the residential care model. 
The sweet spot seems to marry the economies of scale of a larger facility with the intimacy and personalized care of the residential care model. In an environment of falling occupancy and oversupply, we've seen the campus residential care model thrive. We've observed rising occupancies during the pandemic. And while the market might be oversupplied of the large institutional facilities, there is a shortage of residential care supply in the market. While many primary markets are oversupplied, we see gaps in secondary and tertiary markets. And further examination shows gaps in specialized offerings like memory care and Parkinson's care. See, in order to get an accurate picture of supply and demand, you need to segment the market into its constituent components and assess each one individually, geographically, locally. In an environment where there are staffing shortages, it's also important to look where the staff prefer to work. Do care workers really like working on a short staffed floor with a massive facility where they might be caring for 30 residents at a time? Or do they prefer a more boutique setting where staff can spend quality time with half a dozen clients? Pay scales are increasing in assisted living in order to attract workers, and we saw several major operators fail during the pandemic. The combination of rising costs, high staff turnover, and falling occupancy proved deadly for those overextended operators. Offering staff higher pay can become an exercise in diminishing returns. We hear consistently from care workers and nursing staff that working conditions absolutely trump wages. Workers who have left the big box facilities behind are saying things like, you can't pay me enough to go back and work there. In the world of real estate investing, we often take a dispassionate spreadsheet view of assets. That can be dangerous because it's disconnected from the reality on the ground. The up-and-coming segment of residential care assisted living is where we're focused. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.